You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say Pod, y'all say Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef, and that's a broadcast. It's on TV, and you can watch it. They got 17 seasons, that's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though, but the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts, Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. And so anyways, we got into this big fight on the Metro, and I just said, look, this is my stop. I got to go. So anyways, welcome to Pod Chef. This is the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host, Jamal. And with me, as always, my co-host. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, you, was it hard getting in a fight with the bus driver about where your stop was supposed to be? It was, especially since I was on the metro. Right, but they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, I understand that you drive buses, but this is my stop. So I can't continue arguing with you about you know the effective use of natural gas versus diesel when it comes to running the bus lines. Well, that's what started the argument, but then um, it seems like they were trying to save your life because you were trying to walk off the train as it was still going, and mm-hmm. you were, like, trying to pry the doors open with your hands, and you're like, this is yeah. my stop, and you're, he was like, no. Well, this is, I it. Wasn't, this is it, you said. Yeah, but I wasn't trying to pry the doors open. I hit that switch where you can break the glass and pull the thing in emergency break and open the doors, mm-hmm. and kind of everyone was kind of like, hey, stop doing what you're doing. But I was like, "This is my stop." <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. I have no problems getting off in the middle of the subway tunnel. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, you did go on that big rant about you're like, it's not just me. I know other people. Raise your hands, everyone. Show of hands. Who else does need to get to off? To get out stop? here, and you're uh, like, "Come on, everyone, everyone, so raise come your hands." On. I know there. Are don't other do this here. thing where you, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky. There was like one mole person there who was like, "This yeah. is my style too." This is yeah. my style. Same like, yeah, thing. You I know it go is. back after you get to the actual platform. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't take the bus anymore. Long story short, mm-hmm. I'm was, not a bus uh, person anymore. Yeah, it was a good. I mean, weird I'm day. Basically, for you. not even a metro person anymore. No, you haven't taken the train since the pandemic, have you? Okay. And now we're going to. And I'm talking about the coronavirus pandemic, in case you're wondering. Yes, yes, Mm. yes. Not the previous pandemic that was plaguing the metro. Right. I have not taken the train since the pandemic. And it's not because I don't want to support the W, Wamata. Uh I support Wamata. And, you know, they were on the verge to getting back to good. Mm -hmm. And. Mm I feel like I've I since I've been on it once since the pandemic. I don't think they got ever got there. Mm. I think they're still in transition back to the good. Well, you know that's good because that's um, transportation should also always be in transition. It's kind of what they do, right? Yeah. Exactly. Speak to your name, right? That's that's what defines you. Yeah. So always be in transition. You know, no matter what how important your form of transportation is. You transport thousands of people every day. Maybe Mm -hmm. it works. Maybe it doesn't work Mm -hmm. some days. Maybe it catches fire. Um, Maybe it takes people, you know, three times as long as it normally would for them to get to their place of business. 
But that's all about transition and yep. being yeah. and transportation transition. And speaking of transitions, let's talk about Top Chef Houston. Oh, hi, and I'm Brian, and I'm here. Okay, so we were kind of doing a new thing this week, Brian, where we were just doing the host and the co-host kind of intro, and then you snuck in there and felt the need to be like, I'm here as well, which is kind of making the podcast more about you than the podcast. That's okay. I don't mind it being about me. Well, here's the thing. We've been getting some emails from, I got an email right here. Hold on, let me open up this email. Hmm. He's opening up a book. Let me just open up this. Yeah, it's like no big... it's, it's enough. I printed out an email that I got. It looks like a wizard's there. book of some kind. It looks yeah, it looks old. like the, it looks like it's is it leather or like skin that it's bound in? I do in? not need this Marauder's I map. guess they're both. <laughs> leather is skin when you think about it. I do. Yeah, need it's a type of skin, which is why I don't I'm need not it. I'm looking for the potions I'm looking for. Okay, so there are potions. Yeah, defense against the. It looks like a fairy just no. flew out of it. No, went behind him. It's out. Nope, it's out. Okay, um, it's out in the street. Yeah. Mischief managed. Turn that map should be off. Okay, oh, uh, like I'm here to find a book out. Um, you know yeah, what? Get it out. <laughs> I did print out an email, but I can't find it right now. But people have been saying, "Why do we keep doing the full introductions of ourselves?" They said a trade off for time is good to play the whole intro music, but then Jamal, you just intro yourself. Maybe Reeves. Never, Brian. I like that. Maybe, yeah. And that's just nice. that's just the fans. That's not me saying that. That's the mm. fans saying that. But then also take five minutes to explain why you're doing it, and that's how time mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are mm-hmm. we doing today? Are we talking about Top Chef? Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome to the draft. We're doing the Top Chef Houston draft. Da-na-na, da-na-na. And that's copyright. You can't do that. Fifteen can't do seconds. That. Well, just add one more little piece to it. There you go. Now it's it's original music. It's original music now. Now it's fine. So we're doing the parody law because I'm going to say pee and poop, pee and poop, and now it's parody law. It's called fair fair use. All right. So we're doing the Top Chef Houston draft. We're going to pick our teams, and this is the draft order we're going to do. Since Brian lost last year, he's going to pick first because he finished the worst season of everyone in the NFL teams. I did really bad. Yeah, um, I mean, really Brian was out of it shit. by like week five. <laughs> so, for yeah. whatever reason, Jamal made us do a lottery, mm-hmm. and so he got this big, like you know, that big, like shaky rolly ball thing full of mm-hmm. little balls mm-hmm. with names mm-hmm. on them. But mm-hmm. it just had my name on like all the balls in there, yeah. and he was like, "No, mm-hmm. we have to see where you're going to pick gonna... in the lottery, yeah. Brian." I just wanted you to feel good. It was good to have something about me. Yeah, it was yeah. good to have a That's me nice. day. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to pick our teams and, um, this is going to be our teams for the top chef fantasy, uh, league that we're doing with the top chef Houston. This comes up. So Reeves will be picking second cause he came in second. Okay. Yeah. And because your dear leader came in first, I'll be picking last. And, um, is anyone changing their team name? My team name is staying the same team hall of fame. I'm going to change mine to what? Do I got to say it right now? Okay, oh, that's so nice your team reveal. name was Team Deathmatch, so he's going to change it to something else. We don't know what yet, but he's going to change it. Let me, yeah. Once I once I pick my team, then I'll get the feel for the team, and then I'll right. then I'll have the name. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, Brian, yes. we have the list of contestants. Please pick your first. Here we go. 
I'm going to base. All right. And please explain why you do. First, first picks are important. So here's why I'm going to make this this first pick. This person is in the trailer a lot. Mm-hmm. And not just because they're Asian, I'm getting strong Shota vibes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Sam Kang. Sam Kang. Brooklyn's own Sam Kang. Doesn't own a restaurant. He's a chef educator. So I'm mm-hmm. going Sam Kang. Sam Kang, first round draft pick for a team to be on name to be named later. Sam Kang. Are you putting okay, you're doing it. So he's got Sam Kang. He's off the board. Sam Kang is off the board. And I feel good about it. And he's putting on the Brian hat right now and he's hugging his parents. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's a beautiful moment. He's and got the number one jersey on. Yeah, and yep. he's gonna walk up on stage and he's gonna shake the commissioner's hand. Mm-hmm. And, the and Tom Colicchio is the commissioner, yes, obviously. Of course. Yes. And I'm on the phone right now. <laughs> You're on the clock. I'm mm-hmm. literally on the phone right now trying to figure out. The clock has started because mm-hmm. I was going to go one way, and now I'm starting to think I should go. Were you going to go Sam Kang? No. No, I was mm-hmm. not. But it's, I. you know what? Your thought process was similar to mine of like he's in the trailer a lot. But that we did. got fooled by that last year. I had to get year. fooled last time. So I'm I'm staying away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- am getting good vibes. I'm also getting an echo. Is that me? I'm not hearing it. Maybe okay. it's my gain. Yeah. Jamal was in the gym. Jamal was and in the doing gym. laundry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to select Jay Jung. Okay. Jay. Jean. Because she, I'm getting good vibes. She's been featured in a lot of magazines, including Food and Wine magazine, That's mm. a big one. which, as we know, is tied to Top Chef mm-hmm. in a possibly problematic relationship mm-hmm. with Top Chef and Food and Wine magazine. So I feel Anne Bonapetite, she's been in a lot of stuff um, and has been selected as Best New Restaurant in New York. So I feel like she's up and coming. Um, I'm getting good vibes. I think my second pick is going to be very hard. But yeah, that's my first selection. Okay. Junk's putting on the hat. I will mm-hmm. move for you, Reeves. Oh, looks... If you don't want to do it. Yes, please. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I typed okay. it in there. I oh. can't do it. I don't know how to do it. All right. My pick, Stephanie Miller. Stephanie uh, on the board. Stephanie uh, Miller. She was. She's Stephanie been my number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, last time I picked Sarah number one, and we, we all know what happened. She got... Pretty far, I think she got, you know, the bad end of the stick because Dawn was given a second chance. I'm looking for, where can I find Stephanie Miller? <clears throat> I'm picking she's Stephanie Miller. Bottom. She's a chef. She's an owner. And that's why I want, I want, I'm on the side of the owners. Mm-hmm. I side with the owners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay. That's a good so. call. I, I'm I'm a little slow on my comedic updates now because I'm <laughs> I'm reading a lot of other people, <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to remember what they're all about. So you know, if there's any gaps, that's why. Mm-hmm. Well, I got Stephanie Miller. So we're not doing a snake draft, are we? I was going to ask that. I think it worked out poorly for me last time. So I'm yeah. Gonna so vote go ahead. It. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Right. You pick. Yeah, up. you can go again. All right. I'm on the clock. Mm-hmm. I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on the phone, and I'm, no one's answering my calls. <laughs> you have to dial someone. I, I've, I've tried you just several pick the numbers, phone up. and a lot of them, 
the only answer that I got uh, was a was the wrong number, and I think someone gave me a fake number. Oh mm. no! I'm seeing a lot of people in the audience look at their phone, and it's like buzzing, and they like kind of turn it over and look at their friend, <laughs> and they're kind of like, oh, like they're they're not happy about it. And I think it's Brian's call. I think Ooh. it is too. I think I'm gonna go second pick. Oh, I'm going Joe Chan. I don't okay. feel great That's about it. One. Because okay. she seems very young. <sighs> why do you not? Why are you picking someone you don't feel good about? Yeah, she, you she, doesn't, feel have, good she about... doesn't have any kids. Um, mm. She has two perfect dogs. Mm. Those are kids. Those are kids. Mm-mm. Not according to my mom, they're not. Um, the, they're at least not grandkids. That's for sure, according to my <laughs> mom. Um, so I'm going. I'm going oh, Joe Chan. Um, okay. If anything, I feel like Joe Chan is. I'm taking a risk. I think I think, I think Joe Chan has a, has a has a really high ceiling, mm-hmm. but could also have mm-hmm. a very um, low floor. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Second pick is a good place. I think I think to take a swing. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Second pick that comes to me now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about it. Demar Brown. Wow. wow. Demar has listen I remember from the trailer I believe Mm -hmm. he talked about how he's like listen I cook from my soul so Mm -hmm. he's a gut chef which I need on my team I can't have all these fancy pantsy even though he did go to a nice culinary Mm -hmm. college Mm -hmm. Um, I want someone that plays that way that's from their gut that could take it all the way to the end and to grow into the competition also he did cook at a Michelin star restaurant so Mm -hmm. and you know you You just like chefs, like not particularly like skilled or like, no, you know, not height or like talent, but just like a chef. Mm -hmm. Can you just let him cook? Just let him get out there and it's just like, stop Tom and Pat blowing the whistle every, let's just see these guys get out there and gals Uh cook and just be in their element. Yes. Okay. That's what I like. A a chef's chef. Uh (laughs) Okay. So I'm up. Yeah. Yep. Sticking with my theme of um, siding with the owners, I'm going Sarah Welch. She's a partner in at Mink. I'm going Sarah. I think she's she's got what it takes. My team's already feeling pretty strong. I got two owners basically. Who did you get? Yeah. Stephanie M- Miller and Sarah Welch so far. Yeah, Sarah Welch. She was on Parks and Recreation. Hmm. Um. That's a good call. I looked at her too. I. You know, I feel like she could either go deep or she could go out in the first round. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I I think that both of Jamal's picks go out one and two. I'm not going to lie. They nice. could go out very early. But by the same token, they could also go out at the very end and yep. win the whole thing. Yep. Or maybe somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Neither one of their bios says anything about kids, so. And neither That's one of them point. neither one of them has an arm sleeve tattoo. Yep. Mm. See, these are the things that matter. Yep. Uh all right. My turn. No brainer. Ashley Shanti. Virginia mm. Beach girl. That's my call. Yes. I'm from Virginia. Okay. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. I was born in North Carolina, and she owns Good Hot Fish. Again, great name for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Ashley Shanti coming in as my third pick. 
finalist for the James Beard Rising Star Chef of the Year. She's the only one who got mm. a James Beard nomination for herself, not like the restaurant that she works at. I've been to Asheville, okay. North Carolina. Mm, you have. Yeah. Stopped in there. Think with Reeves. Did we stop in there on the way to Stephen's wedding? I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. Shout out to Stephen. And yeah, of we course, played, we all know. We played beer pong. We all mm. know. The fun fact about Ashley Sean, she changed her name by dropping the L-E-I-G-H from the front of her first name, um, mm-hmm. and she used to be called Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Canon. Canon. Um, go ahead, Reeves. You're up. I'm, listen, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm going with Boudelow. He mm-hmm. hasn't been selected, right? Yes. No. Okay. I'm going to go with my theme of people that have cooked at Michelin star restaurants. He's been... He's cooked at two, I think. One that was a three star, and another one that was another something star. So, but he doesn't have any awards. Um, but he does say in his bio he's obsessed with cooking. So I like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of like the call when I'm like, "Do you want to join my team?" I ask like, "Do you like to cook? Is that something that you enjoy doing?" And if mm-hmm. they say yes, then I'm like, "Okay, that bodes well." Because it's a, if you don't like to cook, I feel like on the cooking show you're not going to do well. The Boudelow also has a, a little um, sneaky Boudelow. in that uh, his um, his wife is a pastry chef, so mm. he might he probably has yeah. at least a couple pastry yeah. um, recipes under. So his, when the uh, one or milk. two of those challenges come up, he's ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. when in Restaurant Wars, it's like someone has to do a fucking pastry, and he's yeah, like, he's like Fine, "I got it, I'll guys. Do it. I have an idea. I'll do mm. it. I I think I can execute it." Yeah, there's yeah. All right. If you're paying attention, okay, my teams, I told you I sign, I side with who? The owners. The owners. So next mm-hmm. up is Leia, comma, oh, princess. No. Oh, because she is the chef owner of South and Pine American Eatery. Nowhere in the bio does it talk about family or kids. And she's starred in a documentary called Film Her Name is Chef. Also, the only one to appear on Iron Chef America yeah. and be Bobby Flay and Iron Chef Showdown. You guys are screwed. And she shocked. might go the whole way. Good good pick. She Shocking might go pick. the whole way. She was my pick. next pick. She was my next pick to get that Jersey connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Now Brian's on the phone. My team is stacked right and now. And now I'm on the phone because yeah. I had been talking to Leah Gaccioni the all the mm-hmm. time. And she was like, I'm so excited to play for your team. Uh, I'm she excited played to see what so I well. can bring to Brian. Um, and then you swooped out and got her from, from the mm-hmm. company. That's what I do. Got Johnny. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting down there. Oh, we're in it now. We're in the All thick right. of it now. This okay. is like dodgeball. You're like, okay, who are some people I can pick who I know are probably going to be good fodder? I'm going to you know. pick... Local girl, Evelyn Garcia. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Chef co-owner. I You're worry that the she'll pull a kiki on me. Um, and mess up making her own food. <laughs> just like completely bomb <laughs> the season. Yeah. But Houston native. Um, the top chef judges like Latin flavors. She's from Mexico and El Salvador. Um. I feel I feel good about that. Okay, even That's though she cooks southeast southeast and uh, South Asian flavors and not Latin flavors. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> All right. Okay. I know who I want. Have we? Mm. 
is Robert Hernandez still out there? He is. He is. He's mine. I'm taking. Oh, you want Robbie hers? I want Robbie. You know, he. I, I, and I'm going with my Michelin star themed. He did cook at Octavia, which is another Michelin star restaurant. Whoa! So my team is now the Michelins. Um, the Michelin's I feel good about it. Name. I feel like I have a very nice eclectic team at this point. Um, but and he's going to bring a little something different. I feel like at this point, I'm looking at people and thinking, okay, they're going to land right in the middle somewhere. They're not going to go in the beginning. That's good enough. But maybe three or four. That's that you, you got to fill out your squad, or maybe they'll last to the end, or maybe they'll go out at the very beginning. So somewhere in there, that that's where they'll finish. At least you're thinking about it. You're like taking the time to like think about all possible outcomes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're updated. Okay, so I guess it's me. I have a guest who's going to select the next uh, one for me. Hold on a second. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. up, Skip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's me, Thinathop. I'm here to make Travis a pick. Here, now, Skip, who I'm picking next? Chef Una Tots the Fabizi. I'm picking Monique Fabizi. Hey, okay, Monique Fabizi. 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 Only, the only mark against Monique Fabizi. Is she's got a family. That's a big and, mark though. But mm. but she has two sons, so you know, the guys love it when the ladies are away. I also mm-hmm. again think that Monica Fabizi could be the first person to go home. <laughs> I hey, just got no tattoos. I am, bad, I am bad at picking, but that's what I think. She's got no arm tattoos. All my, my picks have no arm tattoos except for Gaccione, but she only has one little tattoo. It's not like a whole sleeve. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling good so far. Ooh, so I, all I that's, feel good with that, let's too. Let's see. All that's left is a plastic bag floating around. You guys oh, realize, man. you guys understand, this American is very, movie. we're now down to the last three picks. So understand something. It's not just who you're picking. You're leaving me with no choice of who my last pick is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot like of these guys strategic are. Strategic move. Does that mean you don't want us to pick the black guy, Jamal? You can do whatever you want, man. Because I'm this not. Will be, this will be the first male on my team. I hope they go out. Yeah. I got. Burned by a white guy last time. Burned hard. Mm, so Pasquale. I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding black people. White people. <laughs> keep that in. It's because I was you looking. cut that, yeah, I will keep be that so in. livid. It's because I was looking at Nick Wallace's picture. Uh-huh. Keep that in. Though, honestly, Nick Wallace looks like he could go home. Brian was walking on the sidewalk when he said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Skip, <laughs> what'd you say? I got to cut that. Um, All right. So to avoid picking a white man, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick Nick Wallace. Okay. All right. Um, there's only two people left, and I do want it noted that we left the white men for last. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people might say that we might be doing that just to get the attention and the recognition that you know people say that we you know virtue signaling and to and to that i say yes we are yeah Mm. and to that i say well i'm just following what top chef will probably be doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) so and i want to win um i think one of these guys is definitely out in the first three weeks i think you're and i'll tell you my reason why after we do the picks. Okay. I'm going to go with Luke. Luke Colpin. Okay. Only because he's, I think, Dutch. Okay. Or was in Dutch. Oh, Michelin star too. 
he's mm, been yep. under mm. that got to keep with the theme and maybe everyone else had michelin star restaurants they cooked at and i just didn't look at them but that's that's my reason for going with him but i also think he might go out immediately okay <clears throat> i'm sticking with the nice theme chef owner jackson cole okay put him put him on the squad so here's why i think your guy's gonna go out very quickly mm. in their bio he's the only one whose bio says chef and that's it <laughs> doesn't say anything else chef period <laughs> just says occupation chef, chef i can i counter argument to that mm-hmm. is that he looks like he might be the bad guy of the season mm. which means they might keep him around just to stir shit up i hope so brian because if this is another season season with a bunch of fucking boring people i'm gonna throw my tv out the window <laughs> and i know canon i don't have a tv i look at someone else's tv through a, their window so i have to break and enter and yeah. then take their tv and i would the say that you could throw your laptop out the window but it, it would be hard because it might kick your ass if you try to canon because your electronics are very strong and mm-hmm. fucking roided out of their minds yeah mm-hmm. yeah i've the only thing i've tried is to trick my laptop to be outside and then lock all the doors and windows but it does know how to kick in the basement door, which of course it wants to come in through the basement because that's where the gym is. So, yeah, it hits that it's up. Always and looking for that. Comes up, gets a beat my a butt. Bump on. Mm-hmm. Gain. <laughs> well, there's our teams, folks. Uh, we'll share this link with you guys in a version that you can't change. I know y'all want to get out there and mess with everything so that we yep. don't know what's going on. Yeah, we but, can't wait for um, you guys to join with us. I'm trying to think of it. Let's move on to the next segment. And I'll keep thinking because I need to think of a name for my team. And I don't know what it is yet. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Well, you all know what the next segment is. Chefs, I prepared for you. This is a segment we do every week except for last week. Uh, but we uh, <laughs> we do it. We <laughs> present what we had for dinner last night and just last night as if we're presenting to the judges on top. Chef, I'll go first. Chefs, I prepared for you. Blackened chicken breast with roasted broccoli. Roasted broccoli. Roasted broccoli. Uh, 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 uh. And Brian, is that maybe an iMusical song that you would have mm-hmm. <laughs> sung? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I came up with my team name. I'll give it after we do this, though. Okay, great. Okay. Um, chefs, I prepared for you an oven-baked salmon and mashed potatoes with a sauce that I threw out because it was terrible. Oh no! True to sauce out. I did throw the sauce out because not just because I put my fingers in it, but I've tried to make this sauce multiple times. The first time I made it, it was good. It's too garlicky. I can't mm. seem to get some kind of balance where it's not like what kind of the, sauce the is garlic that? isn't sharp enough. It, it, it's like a basic pesto, so it's like a cilantro, mm-hmm. garlic, scallions, and then like um, just like olive oil. And like How salt many pepper. cloves are you putting in there? So I did two, mm. and I feel like that's too much. That's not that too much too many. That's very little it, garlic. It feels like yeah. I always I always like double the amount of garlic because I like garlic. Sweet. But you put whole cloves in like some kind of processor, or you? Yeah, I used um, the uh, the bullet for this one. Mm. Mm. Washington bullets. They shouldn't have changed the name. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's too sharp. And then I tried to fix it by um, first I did a little bit of lemon juice. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. Then I did orange juice. 
freshly squeezed orange because I was like, maybe some sweetness didn't work. Mm-hmm. Then I started just putting sugar in it. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, I feel like as I put the orange juice, I was like, I feel like that's, it's getting a little better, but it just needs more sugar. And then that didn't work at all. And then it really started tasting bad. So I was like, well, this has to go. Mm. So there really wasn't. Any I wonder if an onion could help. So you get some so, sweetness of the onion mm-hmm. with a bit of the bitter. I did read later that if you're trying to cut through the sharpness of garlic, that onion is a good idea. But I didn't want to like cut up an onion for that. But I think you're probably right. That was from my fucking brain, you guys. And look who's a <laughs> fucking job. chef. Yep. Oh man. If only so tell us what you kitchen. made. Tell us what you made, chef. Chefs, last night I had every intention of preparing for you dilly beans stew that I learned from Allison Roman. I watched the video. Uh, it looked very good. I watched the video, too, and I'm standing up. You can see I watched the video. Yep, there's proof. Mm-hmm. Um, every intention of doing it, welcoming back our friend Allison Roman. This is her first video of 2022. She's taking a little uh-huh. break. Took a little mm-hmm. break after that article came out. Took a little break, went hiding <laughs> yeah. from uh, me. I think word got out that I <laughs> basically said I knew where she lived. Yeah, she had to move. <laughs> she had to move because you, you doxed her on the podcast. So actually yeah. what we watched was the – uh, Marissa Gladstone videos. She changed her name, but I found her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Somewhere <laughs> in between you outing where you thought she lived and us reaching uh-huh. out and seeing if she would be in the podcast. <laughs> she she went making hiding. videos. She, yeah. <laughs> she went off the map. Uh, okay. I every intention of making jelly beans stew. I bought the ingredients. I bought two cans of beans. I bought a head of cabbage. I have onions. I was ready to go. Um, but then I bought pizza because life is fucking crazy and you only got one life. So buy pizza on Friday night, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't make stew on Friday night, kid. Get wild. Yeah. Buy a pizza. I'll do stew today or maybe tomorrow. Or maybe I'll let the cabbage go bad and not make it at all. <laughs> and that's life. And that's life, yeah. baby. That's how it works. You got to so have fun with is, it, you know? Stew is like a Tuesday, Wednesday night, you know? Yeah. Can't be having that on you, What you can't do for sure is stew over the stew. Mm-hmm. No, and what I was gonna do was make it and freeze it, but then I realized that that makes me sound like a very old man. <laughs> well, good idea though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many restaurants do you think freeze their stew and then serve it the next day. Probably ones that know that they might be going into battle tomorrow. Is that what restaurant wars? We'll be right back after this. <laughs> I don't think that's what Jamal was getting at. I think it was just it was a terrible segue. <laughs> I was just asking a question. Oh, okay. I guess now that's our segue. <laughs> and I think everyone who's listening kind of understands why he's n- he's not the host anymore. <laughs> Pod Chef. Pod Chef. <laughs> Pod Chef. All right, welcome back to Pod Chef. This is season five, episode 11 of Pod Chef. Season four, episode 11 of Top Chef Restaurant Wars. Now is the time for you to put in the SNES cartridge and mm-hmm. put it to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, first take it out, blow on it, and then put it back in. Put it in halfway. So put down the, the trap. Yeah, put down the trap. Press start, and it should be popping up. Restaurant wars. We're in it. This is this is the episode. We thought it wasn't going to happen this season, but it does. They fooled us. We thought Liars. wedding wars was taking over. They tricked them. Liars. Yeah. This episode. They lied. Yep. Which? What was the point of lying to us about that? I don't get it. They blatantly lied to us. What's the point of any lie? To cover up the truth. Yep. To make people feel mm. better about themselves, you lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's try it right now. You guys ask me a question. Any question? Any question. 
any anything. Literally anything. Brian's gone back to his whiteboard and he's writing tons of numbers and letters down. Mm-hmm. He's he's really carry trying to the, figure carry out the three. Why do you say his wife's name and then the number three? And then mm-hmm. If you cross multiply that, mm-hmm. and what Shakespeare, of course, would say that all the world's a stage. So if you think about that, mm-hmm. and of Shakespeare wasn't real. Of course, yeah. So we get rid of all that. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. You shouldn't use your hands on the whiteboard. It's been oil. <laughs> yeah, now his out. hand is covered. <laughs> he spit he on the whiteboard. On the whiteboard. Just go get whiteboard cleaner. Like, what? What and now know? he's taking the board off and he's trying to put it in a bathtub to clean it. Oh no, it's ruining the bathtub. Baby, do we have any more shampoo? <laughs> That's all of it. Oh shit. Um, okay. And now bleach, he's getting bleach, baby. He's putting bleach. Ow, bleaching. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> he's got open cuts ow, on his hands. Oh god! Oh, <laughs> and Jesus. he's using bleach now. Oh, my hands are full of these open cuts. What's going on? Why did I take so much time to pick all those roses yesterday? Because mm-hmm. it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Jamal. <gasps> Jamal. What yeah. is the best Valentine's gift you ever received? <laughs> Uh, best Valentine's gift I ever received? Uh, nothing. I've never gotten anything for Valentine's Day. And what does that say about the American culture? All right, we'll break back up for this. Punch up. <laughs> Wait, another break? <laughs> Doing another break. <laughs> Two breaks. We just got here. <laughs> um, ask me the question again. I'll do the lying thing. We have to come back from break. Yeah, and we're back. I have an answer to Brian's question. During that time, we took an actual break. Jamal left the room. He yeah. didn't tell us why. He just got up and walked away. But we could still see him, and he just mm-hmm. kind of went to his kitchen counter and just kind of like put his arms and his head down on it. Mm-hmm. He was just like resting or something. I saw him like okay try now. to climb into his sink, and he, yeah. and he, and he was like mumbling like, Wash like a baby. Just wash stuff like a baby. It's okay. Take, mm. take a sink bath like a baby. I don't know why. Yeah. Sink bath. Jamal. So you guys heard all that, okay. <laughs> Jamal, what is the best Valentine's Day gift you ever received? Um, Someone once got me a signed copy of Barack Obama's book. Hmm. And who signed it? Um, Dick Cheney. Okay, wow. That's not too bad. Yeah. And he's dead, right? Best, uh, so it's no. worth more? No, he's alive. Dick Cheney's so, still alive? Yep. And Betty um, White died? You took the wrong guy, God. <laughs> we can cut all... Let's just go back to the... the we can cut all of this. This is all and useless. We're back. Top Chef Season 4, Episode 11, Restaurant Wars. And folks, guess what? You've been drafted and recruited. We're going back in a war, soldier. Mm-hmm. It's war Tom time. wakes everyone up. He says, get up. He wakes him up. It's crack of dawn. He says, get up. Food I'm taking a breakfast. It's always different, and it can be done differently every time. But war never changes. Yeah. War mm-hmm. is always the same, and it always requires Tom waking you up at 545 in the morning. <laughs> she loves to do. He does not want these chefs mm-hmm. to be sleeping at nope. all. Not during war. Mm-mm. Tom opens the fucking door. He's dressed in camo fatigues. You know, fortunate son is 
blaring over this episode. Mm-hmm. Brown ale. Brown ale. Perfect notes. Brown Some folks are born. He gets them all up. He puts them on the <laughs> chopper. And they're headed to a diner. Yeah. And while they're on the way to the diner, it's kind of like they're driving in the van. <clears throat> and the windows are all down. And it's just like a lot of air coming in. And Tom's like, this reminds me of Saigon. And like. Mm-hmm. And, and like, and, <laughs> and like the muffler's really bad, so it sounds like, yeah. And he's like yelling over it. He's like, We're gonna touch down, and I need you guys to empty this boat. Yeah. And then so he says, they, I love the smell of grape poupon in the morning. Yep. <laughs> this all happened in the episode. You think we're lying. Press play, watch it. Get some, get some. Yeah. So you're not they, gonna make any omelets without cracking a few eggs, isn't that right, chefs? Mm-hmm. Yes, and that chef, makes sense yes. <laughs> because they are working at the egg station at a mm-hmm. Chicago breakfast mainstay. They gotta do all kinds of egg orders. They gotta do poaching. They gotta do scrambles. They gotta do sunny side up. Over fried easy, eggs. over hard. Over easy, over hard. In a sandwich. O- for some people, overlooked. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. hectic. They're in Lou Mitchell's, um, mm-hmm. which looks like the type of diner that every dad would love. Mm-hmm. And every dad would say is my favorite restaurant. I can't wait to go there. Um, is it Helene? Is that the owner that like mm-hmm. basically watched them cook the entire time? And shook her head the whole time. Yes. Her face the yep. entire yeah. time. Mm-hmm. She was so disappointed in them. She was um, like, you guys are chefs? Mm-hmm. My chefs are better. Yeah, my chefs and are better. And it was really appropriate that the name of... You know, in the kitchen when they're over the stove was called the Hulk. Mm-hmm. The Hulk is where all the action is. Mm-hmm. Made sense. Made, Made perfect sense. sense. This place is called Lou what again? Mitchell's. Lou Mitchell's. So it's the Lou Malnati's of breakfast places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about it like that. I am thinking about that. So let's just cut to it, shall we? Antonio wins. Antonio goes first and... <laughs> It seems like she does bad. Because it she does. does Helene's like, Antonia, time's up. Mm-hmm. And the music sounds bad. Like she's fucked up. Yeah. But apparently she did a lot of, uh, Helene did a lot of like nodding when Antonia was going. And then everyone else was more of like, she was like rolling her eyes. Like, can you believe this? Like pointing her <laughs> thumb at like, Look at these fuckers don't even know how to make oh, eggs over hard. <laughs> Which, of course, is... What again? Easy. <laughs> well, I know what eggs over easy is. What's eggs over hard? Isn't that a hard fry when you turn it back over and you hard fry it on the other side? Well, Google says yes. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> easy is runny. Hard is not, is cooked through. <clears throat> cooked through. I, I, that's how I like my fried egg. You don't want a oh, runny hard. yolk? You don't like the no. runny yolk? No, I, I don't want to take any chances. Wow. Mm. Okay, so Antonia wins um, this quick fire challenge. It was a fun quick fire challenge. I could have seen this as a elimination challenge, honestly. Yeah, like this have also them all felt just, like a, run a diner together. This felt like they went back to season one. And yeah, like season one, what did we make them do? We made them work the line. We haven't done that in a while. Let's, let's make them work the line somewhere. Yeah. It seems like a logical challenge for them to have. And I kind of wish it was an episode where the elimination challenge wasn't so important and big. Like it was like a less important one that we, so we got to see more yeah. of the quick fire. Cause I was yeah. like, I would kind of like to see these guys like make eggs and yep. how they do with it. Yep. 
technically this was five minutes sorry technically this was uh, an ad for for lou for eggs Mm. yeah but she did they all seemed to be doing bad but then she was like they all did pretty good I don't know what was going on in this episode. The came, camera makes you nicer for a second. It came down to Dale. Yeah, they said the camera adds 10 pounds of nice. Yeah. Uh, it came down to Dale and Antonia. Antonia won. So she got to pick her team for, yep, Restaurant Wars. We thought restaurant it already wars happened, but it's back. happening now. It's Restaurant Wars. It's back. But it's an interesting Restaurant Wars because Tom won't be there. Listen. Okay, guys, I have to take off to do a charity event and therefore I'm not going to be at this elimination challenge. Tom's not going to be there. And it was weird. It's like, I just didn't know what to expect. You're going to go to this address and meet with Padma, and she will tell you what the elimination challenge is. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. A little bit of, uh, you know, James Bond. Antonia gets a secret message from Tom Colicchio with a mysterious address on it that we're supposed to go find. Huh. Interesting. Tom and James Bond. Where have I heard that before? Hmm. Wow, it's just can't, is that? It, I can't place it. Oh yeah, in the freaking Top Chef script. Yep, it yep. happened. It's literally, it's true. And everyone who was like, "This, how doesn't feel like Tom at all wrote this?" Oh mm-hmm. yeah, then how come fucking ten years ago we talked about James did James Bond shit? Hmm. Mm, interesting. interesting. Are there coincidences? No, nothing's a coincidence. Everything is done on purpose. So. The Top Chef mm-hmm. movie kind of is like writing itself as these seasons go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe go mm-hmm. back and listen to it and you'll hear that. Yeah, maybe you'll understand now what the script actually wasn't going all over the place. <laughs> but it made it's sense. Actually, yeah. And it's actually not that long. It made perfect sense. Tom yeah. going to a charity event? Yeah, right. Tom yeah, right. hates charity. Yeah. <laughs> what are they serving? Chicken? Yeah. Get me out of this charity event and they serve chicken at. I have to go to a charity event. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He has to go chair an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which means to murder someone inconspicuously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about this. The wedding the, the wedding wars, they split up in the teams again. Antonia gets to pick her team and she picks the same team for the wedding wars, basically. And now Dale is working with Spike and um, Lisa. Lisa and they don't. no one on that team likes each other. So let's listen to how they decided who was going to be executive chef of that team. Executive chef, but so does Dale. So Dale and I basically flip a coin and Dale wins the coin toss to be, for him to be the chef. Asian guy, Asian chef. Asian restaurant. I mean, it only adds credibility. <laughs> if we do... Well, I just got schooled. So Asian he can guy. say that, but I can't. Yeah, Asian guy, Asian chef adds credibility. <laughs> well, Last Brian, time I, I said that, it's... I got in trouble. Yeah, well, it's also like you're in an Asian restaurant saying that like kind of to everyone that walks in like every person. And you said it was like, I'm helping them. I'm marketing, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's just like it came off bad. Uh Maybe you shouldn't point out things like that. (laughs) Like a, like a little kid does just like, yes, Asian restaurant. (laughs) Well, what really bothered, (laughs) what really bothered people was the accent I was using. So yeah, um, people it's because my Australian accent was so good that they were like, oh, where are you from, Sydney? And I was like, no, bitch, Virginia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it blew their minds. Yeah. yeah. Dale doesn't blame um, Antonio for picking this team. He would have done it too. I think it was mm-hmm. either him or Spike that said that. Um, mm-hmm. You, you got to play the game, and that's you the best the team. Game, and, and Spike is game. stoked because that means if his, if his team wins, that uh, one of the best people is going to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So easier for him to win. 
And Spike, or if his team doesn't do good, he'll just, you know, blend in and let the two who are going to be emotionally <laughs> upset and argue the whole time go home. Yeah, and just smile the whole time like a psychopath. So let's just listen to this next clip because it's going to blow your freaking minds. <laughs> Jeff Cordain is here. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Hello, chefs. Could you listen up for a second? Just wanted to let you know that Tom's away and that I'll be filling in for him today. Hmm. Guess who's back? Back again. Hmm. Bordine is back. Bordine is back. Don't Tell quote his book. Mm-hmm. He's not playing that shit anymore. Don't Mm-mm. quote his book. That's the first how act. He's gone, how he's gone and he shows up. It's. I'm just gonna say this right now. This episode, I for uh, I I don't think anything changed in this show with Bourdain taking over Tom's role. <laughs> I think the show runs no. just as smoothly. I mean, he was very mean at judges' table. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's exactly the same. But yeah, mm, I think just exactly record the, the episode on a different day. Yeah. yeah, you're the head chef and yeah. you're the head judge and you had a conflict this yeah. show revolves around you that's why Jamal hasn't missed an episode because when Jamal's not here it doesn't happen get mm-hmm. Anthony Burdine mm-hmm. fucking uh, host pod chef it'd be weird super weird for a couple of reasons yeah yeah do you mm-hmm. Jay Leno does he ever not show up to the Jay Leno show and no. let someone else do it for him? No, no, it doesn't happen. Or he takes it back when someone tries to take it from him. Yeah, okay? that happened for a few months and then he took the show back. Yeah, yeah. So, no way. Once you give someone your word, stick to it. Okay. Oh, I have a charity event. I wasn't hired last night by the FBI to go murder uh, a Peruvian prince. Mm-hmm. And they do have princes still, right? Every country has princes. We had one died a couple years ago. What is the name? And he gets referenced in this episode too. Yes, I feel like I'm in Prince's car. Colors in the back of Prince's car because of purple. Which, yeah, it, it, I think it's because it was like silk and purple, and also I couldn't tell if that was a put down or not. Like they, <laughs> they then said like, it's got to live up to this expectation. And I was like, what does that even mean? The expectation of how good Prince is? I don't know. If you're in the back of fucking Prince's car, something good is happening to you. Yeah. Something yeah. awesome has happened this day. And you're in, either you're going to Prince's house or he's driving you from someplace or you guys are going to go get McDonald's together. Like there's a reason mm. you're in Prince's car and it's never bad. So, yeah, I feel like I'm in Prince's car, which means you're fucking stoked. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah. We're also talking pancakes again. The possibility of, mm-hmm. of pancakes for the table. Yeah. Yeah. You know Prince did pancakes for the table. Dave Chappelle told me to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So Bourdain's back. He's going to be judging. Everyone's freaking out. But Bourdain's like, hey, you get to pick some helping hands for your restaurants. And they bring back all the losers from this season. Mm -hmm. And the biggest loser, Andrew, who just went home, clearly didn't go home. He's still here. And no one picks him. And he makes a little mad face. And we'll show you that face when we post this episode. Um, Dale's freaking out. He, He thinks he put a rotten avocado in his hollow hollow. What was Lisa's – she was like, Dale claims he put a one bad rotten avocado in it. Like, mm-hmm. what would the other reason be as to why it's gray? He dumped cinnamon sugar into it. You know, it's brown. It, 
maybe a temperature thing because it's be. like i think that's like when it that the color can change and it'll turn like it got too warm but like you know when you like make wok it takes a while for it to like get to that brown yeah. stage yeah Especially so if you got fresh guac or put lemon juice, lime juice in it. It helps it with the oxidation, keeps away the oxidation away. Oh my God. Brian, did you just figure that who out are on your own again? Yeah. Who are you? Today I'm a good chef. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like it. Fucking Dale's restaurant is falling apart. Everything really is. is going wrong. Let's listen to them talk about the food. Dale tastes. I don't get any heat at all. None. I get, I'm getting a little, I'm getting smoke, I get earthiness, I'm just not getting any heat. Lisa's smoking chicken carcasses to put in the soup is like a bulk of the soup. She has me taste it, and it's time and time again, I tell her it tastes like smoke, it tastes like smoke, it tastes like smoke. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's not my soup, so I don't know how to fix it. It's sour, it's, it, like, don't you, did you taste this? Yeah, I get smoke. I get smoke? I'm like, no, not at all. This is not gonna go down, you should have asked me for my recipe. This is awful. Did you put coconut Yeah. The bottom line is they cannot hold me accountable for the food. You can't hold me accountable. If I didn't cook anything you can't in this cooking show, I can't be held accountable. <laughs> and this goes again that I think Spike is playing a different game. I think mm-hmm. he's playing Survivor or something like that <laughs> where he's he's trying to maneuver himself or he doesn't have to do anything and he's not, you know, in the judge's eyes. Um they didn't ask me for my recipe. I All of that, why he, he didn't said, just cook this. Go ahead. I was saying, I, I don't know why he didn't just cook this. Because he, he was knows Loxa in the front so of the house and he was setting up the uh, the statues and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he knows Loxa. So why doesn't he just cook it? Because he doesn't want to get sent home for making bad yeah. soup. And also, what a beautiful art cooking is. When, when Dale says that Lisa is smoking chicken carcasses just a beautiful picture is painted for you of what mm-hmm. how food is made that lovely piece of chicken or food on your plate just think someone mm-hmm. was in the back smoking a carcass so that you could mm-hmm. have it marlboro red just just torching flesh over a fire making it taste like smoke new ports cooking is gross virginia food is slams weird. Needs heat, brother. The other yeah. team is doing good, even though that their clams were gritty and they made uh, Blaze rewash his clams, though he didn't mm-hmm. want to. I'm getting grit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting even mm-hmm. more grit. Okay. I'm getting more grit. Can we get the grit out, please? It's somehow there is more grit than last time. <laughs> what did you wash these in? He looked at me and he's like, the gritty Sand. water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, dummy. Change the like, water. Okay, I'll do it again. I don't know. <laughs> He <laughs> put more grit in Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> so the judges got to experience Warehouse Kitchen. They loved it. Poor Dane. He didn't have a bad word to say about this restaurant. He was like, I love this place. I all these dishes blew my freaking mind. Thank you for Tom going to be 006. But then mm. the freaking my Buddha they did a butterscotch mm. scallops and what is that? Berdine was like, that? I don't even like butterscotch by itself. He literally had a bag of butterscotch cookies. He said, look at these. I don't want them. He threw them out. He's like, that's what I think of butterscotch. Yeah. Let's look at, let's do a, a Bose audio listening to the Buddha back room in the kitchen. On the shore rib for the judges table need to be a little bit bigger. They're, They're big. giant. They're the biggest, two biggest okay. ones already done. That's a portion. 
One each? Huh? That, that's it? Spike is giving us a lot of feedback from the dining room. He immediately comes in and says that the short ribs should be bigger. Look at the scallop entree compared to this. Well, then we should have really... Well, I, I voiced it a couple times already. I feel that, you know, the size of the short rib is good. It's a braised heavy meat. Yeah, and that's... This okay, is let's just get this plate out. Twice the size, Let's just get Spike. the plate out. <laughs> so everything's going good back there. They got it all figured out. Uh, Dale is executive chefing, which is just telling your uh, sous chefs that they're idiots. I love when Dale uh, is frustrated. I think it's the next time they he's mad at and at uh, Spike for being slow. He's like, "Get the food out! Get the food mm-hmm. out!" Just like screaming, <laughs> he's just yelling at him. <laughs> He also uh, talked about the size of the short ribs. He was like, they're too small. And then we see them, and they are massive. Huge. They are so huge. They're huge. He says, like, these are the biggest short ribs that they had. And he's like, yeah, this literally shit's this, tiny. You yeah. call this a short rib? Size of my hand. Padma yeah. liked them. She liked the short rib. She always liked the short rib. She like, it's good. Yeah. But then she hated But you know what they desserts. didn't like? The friggin' desserts. Yeah. There's a cantaloupe, coconut, kiwi, cilantro, and some nuts, and this is mango sticky rice. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Thank you. I'm okay with this. I don't particularly love it. That is a very familiar flavor spectrum for me. Arguably, they did it right. Already in my book, I'm writing Halo Halo because I think it's a great idea for a dessert. Compared to this atrocity, it wasn't bad. It, the, the knife skills, there's, it's imprecise. The presentation is not inspired. It's baby vomit with wood chips. But, but how do you really feel about it? <laughs> we have to go out to Yeah, but how do you really feel about it? I mean, do you not like baby food with wood chips in it? I want to know when Berdeen said that. Because he didn't say it at the table. He's, There's he's, no he, way that was it. Because it, the audio didn't match anything. They didn't no. show anyone saying it. It was not at the table. He I think he punched his own times. joke up. And, yeah. oh, God, I know we're not supposed to go in there. But it's been a full season, so I think we can probably still do this off. It might, might be okay. Can we go in the writer's room? Can we see if it's been, can we see if it's okay now? Okay, hold on. Let me see if the door opens with the key that I have. It just, I, I don't want to point anything out, but there is smoke coming from under the door. Well. And I mean, if that's connected to anything Lisa's done, I don't know. Oh, boy. But it is, there's smoke All I'm out. getting is smoke. Did the key, I'm getting. Did the key work? The key's not working. All right, I'm going to kick the door in. Okay, I'll stand it. I'll stand back. Go ahead. Oh, so much smoke. smoke. Oh, God. <laughs> the best thing any fire, though. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, the smoke's just kind of thinning out. Is it smoke or is it dust? I don't know. Who is that? It's, it's not hot. There's no heat to it either. Yeah, there's yeah. no heat. It's almost cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cold smoke. Is this like, is someone doing gastro? Okay. So, oh, my God. Is Marcel in here? <laughs> no. All right. Okay. Marcel's in here and he doesn't have any clothes on and he says it so he doesn't steal any of the product. <laughs> so, okay. I think we can, I think Peter Long just enough to do one round of punch-ups uh-huh. for this show. <laughs> yeah. So, he said it's like baby food with wood chips in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, we can bump this up for him. And I think we can okay. probably do it even though we can't really breathe very well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh-huh. It's, uh... uh um... <clears throat> So, how about how about it's uh, oh God Jesus? How about uh, it's it's dog food uh, with 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 wood chips in it? 
That's pretty good. I think it's more of, okay. that was more of like a <laughs> I can't I think like with like all a, this smoke. That's like more of a parallel joke and not yeah, I, I can't too much, think, I can't think with all the smoke. <laughs> it was, what if it's like it's like a why aren't you coughing as much as this? <laughs> I'm, I'm just more. breathing it in. Um, <laughs> he's become one with the smoke now. <laughs> Oh, hello, Rude. You all, I'm merely an the smoke. You I understand NASCAR and the I do. This is the time to tell you guys that I was the smoke monster on Lost for a bit. So it's, <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, watch out. Go ahead. <coughs> okay, I have one. It's like, okay. um, it's making my it's like, smell. It's like curdled milk with toenails in it. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still like Reeves. mine. <laughs> I still prefer mine. I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here, Reeves. Can you do yours? I can't get out of here. I can't breathe. It's like a mango lossy with wood chips in it. Okay, let's get out of the room. 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 Oh, Shut the door. But, but the door's broken. I broke the door. We have, to, we have to seal it up somehow. Here, let's roll this stone in front of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And that'll be there for at least three days. And that's Jesus' reference. That's Jesus. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's go to the judge's table. The girl and the goat wins. <laughs> the girl and the goat wins restaurant wars foreshadowing. This is when she turns her shit up. This is when yeah. she switches it into fucking dry. It's, she's been it's in neutral for 11 yeah. weeks, and now she's putting this motherfucker yeah. in overdrive. Everyone messed up while she was playing around with the clutch. You should have been, you know, winning, but now she's found where the clutch is and she's gearing up. You were over there messing with the glove compartment, trying to find a fucking air mm-hmm. freshener, and she put that shit in drive. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Dale's team is in the bad judges' table, and they just go back and forth with each other. Spike is smiling. Uh, excuse me. The smoke is still <laughs> still on me. You we, we you might need to go to the doctor. Yeah, I'm getting residual smoke. It feels like my lungs are heavy. Yeah. Like there's okay. weight to them. Yeah. I could I, I can notice I them can in my feel body. Them. Yeah. I was jumping up and down a second ago and it was like you could it you was like hear a ship it, like, swaying. Sloshing. Yeah, it's like I was like, oh that's not normal. Reeves, can you hear us? You look like you look confused. It's very frozen. I, I feel like you guys are still doing the smoke bit or whatever. Which I'm like, <laughs> we have moved I'll on. I'll probably we, just we, sit that we out back anyway. To back to reference it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's just um. I let's finish strong. Jamal, Dale's are you, are getting you playing like, the the clip of them fighting. We're we going to Dale getting sent home. No, we're going to Dale getting sent home. Dale's going right. bye bye, and he starts off strong, and then he breaks down. And then he breaks down. Dale. Please pack your lines and go. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks a lot for everything. Bye, guys. Shut up. What? It's cool. It's good. I know my abilities. You make bad decisions, and that's what gets you sent home. Doesn't mean you're a bad chef. I think I'm a good chef. You either love me or hate me. That's my personality. I'm happy who I am. Had our differences, but dude, you're super talented, man. If I get sent home for busting my ass today and not stopping, it's cool. I can live with that. Chef. You know what's good? I've always had a hard time saying goodbye. Stephanie, Antonia, Richard, I'm gonna miss the people. Later. 
I knew going into this, I was probably gonna go home. I knew it. This is just a disappointment. I feel like I've let some people down. Okay, well, Dale's gone. He let some people down for sure. He's gone. I'm just gonna miss the people. So that's it for Dale. And, you know, the girl in the goat is heating up and Dale flamed out. This was his to win. It's fucked up. He should have won this, this whole competition. All right, so let's move on to a new segment called Lion Brian. And this is a segment where I tell a lie. Mm -hmm. Um, And this this lie is that I've never broken a bone. And this has been Lion Brian. Good lie. Okay. (laughs) Reeves, where are they now? Okay, so Dale... I mean, we've barely seen Dale. Of course, he comes back a ton. He's He comes back for another season of Top Chef. He comes back as a judge and eats everything on the table, including other people's dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ask for seconds. He asks for seconds when that's not how the show works. Uh, <laughs> he has a book, Asian American, um, mm, which is about his cooking. And he's he's got a new credibility. He's also got a new restaurant, Goose Feather, in New York City. Ooh, Ooh, should I go check out Goose Feather? Go over under, Goose over Feather. under if it's still open. What do we think? Uh, it looks like it's still open. I've been looking at it. It's got good reviews. Yeah, got good mm-hmm. reviews. Mm-hmm. It's not in New York City. It's in Terrytown, which is I think up state or Long Island. So it's in New York. Strong just not New York Island. proper. Just New York. Great, okay. Jamal. Which moment of joy? All right, so my moment of joy. <clears throat> Someone took me out to the movies this past week, and here's my moment of joy. I walked in, and I realized there's not very many people in here. What's What's been going on here? And they asked for my fax card, my back status. They asked for my papers. I showed them my papers. Anyways, my moment of, gen, my moment of zen was realizing there's no one at the movies because uh-huh. now there's a mandate in D.C. again to show your papers and that means all the times I was going to the movies before, there's a bunch of unvaccinated people there. Mm-hmm. And, that and I never got sick, which means the vaccines work. Oh. And this is That propaganda. was my moment of joy. The vaccines yeah. work. And now we're going to have a fucking uh, thing before our podcast that says that we discuss vaccines on our podcast and Spotify. <laughs> yeah, on our Spotify. I'm just trying to get us Neil up on that Young's list. going to fucking piss his pants at us. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just trying to get us up on that list, baby. Get noticed. That's right. nice. Did everyone do the thing where they came in like right before the movie started versus with the trailers when we went to see Dune? Basically, yes. I went to go see the Jackass movie. It was a perfect birthday gift to just watch white people hurt themselves. Um, <laughs> and it was empty right until the movie started and then like six people came in. Okay. The trailers are good, people. Yeah, they missed the Batman trailer. Trailers are good. All right, do you think it had anything to do with the fact that you were seeing the Jackass movie that no one was there? <laughs> nah, it's super popular. <laughs> this is the longest outro of a, the weirdest, most... Okay. Um, <laughs> so, until next time, we're just going to pack our knives and go. idiot. <laughs>